0: listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink and stay a while. Hey friend. Hey friend. Today we're back with another
1: reading roundup episode where we catch up on our reading lives, share the books we've finished recently and talk about what we're going to read next. Plus we're going to talk about our husband's reading habits and how much we talk about the books we're reading with them. But before we get into book talk,
0: um, what's been happening around your neighborhood? This is not so much my neighborhood as my bathroom. Okay, very specific. (laughs) It is a follow-up on our period episode. Yes. We're going to just keep you posted on these things. Please. First of all, thank you all so much for all of your literally super helpful feedback. We loved it. How... A menstrual cup works, yes. the tips and tricks, the nitty gritty. Yeah. Like we, how you're
1: using period yes. underwear. It was seriously enlightening. I think in our listener community, people got a lot of yeah. tips and, yeah. and So we if you are needing along. period
0: tips, go read that post on Instagram because so many people had helpful comments. But according to that, I got for myself a Flex brand cup. Oh, okay. So I tried their discs. That's right. what I can't get all the way up right. there. But this cup supposedly has a longer, okay. you know. A longer cup length, and it has a pull tab—not just like a little tiny one, but like a like you pull it and it releases the section. Gotcha. And I hope I can reach it that way. So I'm gonna try. All right. I kind of want to try when it's not even that time of the month, just putting it in and taking it out, and then smart. Stick to the shower. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, not making the full switch yet, but I got that, and I got some period undies because I want to try them before like my girls need them. Yeah. Find a decent brand. A recommendation from a friend who uses them with her teenage daughter in particular and really loves them. And she said she even uses them as like swim bottoms. They're not, but she uses like the black ones as swim bottoms. Mm -hmm. So it is the Neon. It's N-E-I-O-N-E. We'll link to them. Um, Period underwear. I don't know. I haven't tried them yet, but I have them and I'm willing. All right. This is what I'm saying.
1: I love it. So I
0: will keep you all posted. Okay.
1: (laughs) That's great. Well, I actually also have some period underwear okay. on the way. Okay. So we are going to have all sorts of stuff to all report right. back. So, but listen, I got period underwear that I am planning to use during my
0: workouts for when I find myself having a little bit of leakage. Leakage. I've heard this is also the good thing for them or mm-hmm. even like really sweaty.
1: Mm hmm. Right. Yeah. Because I have tried different, you know, panty liners, thin Mm -hmm. pads, and it is just not working with my workout wear. So I got the Thinx underwear in the thong. That's Mm -hmm. usually what I wear to work out. So I will report back. Okay.
0: I'm excited to hear about this.
1: We're going to need a little update. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, happening around my neighborhood, I am just starting this week. I am just feeling very eager for routine. I had just been kind of feeling out of sorts behind on life and work and just not quite myself. Mm -hmm. And then when I actually went and reflected back, realized that it had been about a month since I'd actually had just a normal week between traveling to Universal, holiday, like school holidays or half days, Mm -hmm. spring break, just minor kiddo sicknesses. Mm -hmm. That was one thing after another. Mm -hmm. And then of course, spring break. And so once I knew that it was like, okay, of course I yes. thrive on routine. Of yes. course I'm not feeling myself. And so this week marks the beginning of just returning to routine. Yes. So I'm hoping that I have a few normal weeks to oh, like get back into I hope it. I that for you too. Thank you. Okay. So let's move on to our reading roundup. Let's start with checking in on our reading lives generally. So how's your reading lately and how is it being affected by what's going on in the rest of
0: your life? Okay. Reading is great, yes. actually, which I was Love in this. quite a slump lately. So I'm so excited about this. I am actually two books ahead of my schedule with my goal of 52 books a year. Love it. Or an average of like a book a week. And I'm actually ahead of that, which usually I set an aggressive goal. And then like by February, I'm falling off, but I'm keeping it, keeping it going strong. So okay. I'm excited about that. Um, I'm actually finding myself putting down my phone in favor of a book which is hard to do in light of all the news lately, the last few weeks too. Mm -hmm. But I think for me, it really helps, I'm noticing, to have the trifecta going of a physical book for the car or like weights in line or whatever. Um, And usually that's from the library, just it tends to be because then, you know, it's easier to get those sometimes. Um, and then an audiobook for driving by myself or doing things around the house with earbuds in, and then a Kindle book to read at night. That's kind of an escape.
1: Yes. So like
0: lighter fiction at nighttime. So funny though, I keep forgetting to charge my Kindle and that has hampered my progress on that book <laughs> lately, even though I'm in a good yes. routine. Otherwise but it's one of those things where every night I'm like, right. I forgot again. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's on top of like whatever we're reading for homeschool, which is usually at least one middle grade novel a month and then one like audiobook going with the girls. So, wow. yeah, it's oh, going I really love good. It. Mm-hmm. Feels
1: so good when mm-hmm. that's going well. If you're a reader, that just, yes. oh, life just yes. feels good. Okay. So, I will say, I have also felt in kind of a bit of a reading slump, just not reading as fast, not finding as many books that I'm just loving to pick up. And I feel like that was sort of happening towards the end of last year, carried through to the beginning beginning of this year. And I feel like I'm starting to come out of it, but I'm not quite yet where you are. I think my reading time has shifted mm-hmm. quite a bit just over the past several months, Um About this time last year, it's like great weather for being outside, for going for long walks. And I think that I was taking Maeve on a lot of stroller walks Mm -hmm. and I could do that for maybe 30 minutes to even an hour and just get in lots of audiobook time. And then even around the house with her, I could have earbuds Mm -hmm. in. And that is just not the case anymore. She (laughs) is a lot busier, very much more interactive. And now, of course, then she goes to daycare three days a week. So then on those days, that is like my focused work time, get stuff done. So anyway, I just feel like my reading time has kind of shifted. I also have the habit of always having an audiobook going and a kindle book. I mm-hmm. think that is also just works really well for me. For my audiobook, I'll listen to that anytime I'm in the car by myself. Um unfortunately, Maeve will le- not let me listen to an audiobook. <laughs> she has a very short repertoire of songs that we have to listen to on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> but so anytime I'm in in the car by myself. Um, if I'm on a walk with Maeve and she'll let me take a little bit of a longer walk. And then if I'm just at the house, you know, folding laundry, doing around the house, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then the Kindle book, I usually read for about 45 minutes before bed or maybe even an hour. And then I also try to take a little reading break a few times a week during lunch or during mm-hmm. Maeve's nap time. So that's where I'm doing those. And I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I just wanted to mention it. In terms of audiobooks, I'm always listening at a minimum of 1.5 speed. I don't know how you do
0: this. Oh, my gosh. I've tried. I've tried this strategy, really? and I can't even do 1.1 unless it's a very slow narrator. Wow. It
1: this really is throws so me. Interesting. Yeah. so interesting. I just stopped
0: paying attention. Okay. So even if you start a book that way. Yes. I've wow. even tried maybe once in a while 1.1 1. 1. but 1. 1.2 and 1. above gosh! 1. Oh i'm like gosh. It, it sounds weird there's yeah. like a weird cadence and then I get distracted by that or I just start turning it off in general yeah. it starts to turn like yeah. um sound like white noise to me yeah you know because it's so
1: interesting it's interesting but That is really fascinating, and I feel like there actually is this great divide in our book club where there's half of us that listens at faster than regular speeds, and there's half that is just staunchly nothing faster than regular speed. (laughs) We we had like a big debate about it during our last book club. So anyway, that is fascinating to me. I I wish I could know more about that, like why some people like that are into it. I mean, if I get really into a book and I'm really used to the narrator and especially if I'm kind of I would say like maybe that last quarter where I'm either just really eager to finish or it's about to be due at the library I can even go up to like 1.75 oh my gosh I can't imagine <laughs> I feel like it's I'm like, like the micro machine man. I'm like Remember a gold medal audiobook <laughs> listener You really are. you really are <laughs> that's really funny okay so let's talk about what we're reading right now and any books you've
0: finished recently so finished recently for me, I just finished Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. Oh, yes. That's, That's like a, a historical book. It's it's nonfiction, but it's told in a very narrative way about the building of the World's Fair in Chicago. And then this like crazy like serial killer that was in operating yes. like in that whole time and like Ooh, a, intentionally so luring creepy. women for like to stay for the World's Fair. Anyways, really interesting. I think growing up, just north of chicago too and like having like knowing what they were talking about with some of the parks and the landmarks it was just really kind of cool to read some history of chicago um and just how much like was discovered at the world's fair or like first Mm -hmm. you know like the first ferris wheel whatever it was Mm -hmm. just really interesting but finish that one i will say i liked it a lot it does have a lot of architectural detail yes that i skimmed a few times because i was like okay Right. don't care about that. Right. It was I was interested in the lives of the architects and how they just like developed this depression and kind of obsession with the World's Fair, mm-hmm. some of them. and But there was a bit of that that was a bit much. So it took me a little bit to get through, but otherwise I really liked it. I just finished on audio 10,000 Doors of January. Ooh,
1: this is on my to read oh, list. It's and got I saw the prettiest cover. It. it does. It's got the
0: prettiest cover. That's what like initially drew me to it by Alex Harrow. It is... Very unique. Okay. And I loved that about it. It's great storytelling. The narrator was awesome. Loved. Great. Really good things to say about that. And then with the girls, we just finished listening to The Half-Blood Prince, Harry Potter, Wow, which is like a 25-hour audiobook or something like that. So we've been working on that one for a while because we only really listen to it like sometimes at lunch or if we're both, like all three of us are in the car. So we just finished that and then today I just finished reading our novel from our second novel from February which was Bud not Buddy. Mm. Um and that was really good too. So okay. Okay, so
1: I recently finished on Audio One Two Three by Lori Frankel, and we read her book, This Is How It Always Is, and discussed it on a previous Girl Next Door book club episode, so I already knew that I really liked this author. So the, the book is told from alternating points of view of three triplet sisters who live in a small New Jersey town where several years ago a chemical company poisoned their water, and as a result, many people who live in who live in the town or lived in the town either died suffered sickness or disabilities or were born with disabilities. This was such an enjoyable audiobook. I absolutely loved it. It maybe had a little bit of a slower start for me, but I feel like by 30 to 50%, I was all the way in. The narrator, there were three different narrators for the different sisters and I loved the way that Each one was so fully developed as a character and had her own voice and two of the sisters do have disabilities and I loved the way that those were fully developed characters with real depth. You don't Mm -hmm. always see that in books. Mm -hmm. And just the relationships in the book and also topics that the book dealt with, Mm -hmm. you know, like the responsibility of this big company, the environmental impact, the impact to people, Mm -hmm. how they move forward from there, how the community comes together. Anyway, I just really, really enjoyed it. And a little bonus that sometimes you get at the end of audio. There was a really great interview with the author. Oh, love that. That was just yeah. interesting. I also recently finished The Mother-in-Law by Sally Hepworth, and this was, yes, this was enjoyable. It was a suspenseful but light read, but kept me interested. It wasn't life-changing, but honestly, it was exactly the book I needed, because like I said, I was in a little bit of a slump, and I actually, within the past month, I just had to declare book bankruptcy, actually, where I was listening and reading to a couple of things, but just plodding along, not finding myself reaching for either book and just realizing, you know what, Reading is so important to Mm -hmm. me and I have such limited reading time and it's so precious. I don't, I would rather just be spending it really enjoying a book. So that was exactly the book I needed. And I think it just kind of reminded me that right now, given the time that I have to read, I really just need to be preferencing those books that are going to be really engaging from right away. Enjoyable, yeah. Exactly. And then a little bit before that, I finished My Lady Jane and it has actually three authors. Cynthia Hand, Brody Ashton and Jody Meadows. And this book was so interesting and creative. It retells and reimagines the tragic story of Lady Jane Grey who was Queen of England for 9 days mm-hmm. and then shortly after beheaded mm-hmm. with a bit of fantasy and a much happier ending. Oh, yes. I like that twist. Yes, it is very fun and it was really enjoyable on audiobook, so okay. I would I would enjoy that. A little bit of a a YA feel, but
0: really enjoyable. Oh, good to know. Yeah. So for our book club, I am listening to currently when breath becomes air, a memoir by Paul Kalanithi, um, who is a neurosurgeon who has cancer and it's his story of discovering he has cancer and his life afterwards and his kind of reflections on life and death, um, you know, in dealing with his patients and with his own illness. So I'm only like two chapters in, but that's really good so far. Um, I actually started reading crying in H Mart, which is mm-hmm. also about cancer. So I think I might wait on that one. Cause I didn't gotcha. realize when I put it on my library holds, what it was about. It was just like in gotcha. all my to read yes. circles, you that, know,
1: that's on my list too. And I didn't know yeah. that that was part and of the And it's really good
0: so far, but I'm like, I'm going to hold off and gotcha. return that for somebody else. It's also a 14 day, uh, like new release or whatever. So I'm like, someone else can read it first. Um, so instead, I just dug into Ordinary Grace by William Kent Krueger because mm, we loved yes. This Tenderland. We read that yes. for book club and it was so good. So this is another book by him. And then Kindle, I started reading the Throne of Glass series by Sarah Mass since I loved the Court of Thorns and Roses series. I don't know if it's going to be as sexy and I'm a little disappointed okay. about that. So we'll see because I think okay. it's a little more YA even than... Gotcha. The other but it's still really good writing she just does an awesome job of creating a fantasy world that like is very escapist yes. to read at nighttime so okay that's on that's on my list
1: of to read too so I'm currently actually reading four books, which is more than I usually do. I am listening to three and reading one on my Kindle. My audiobooks, I am listening to Period Power by Nadia Okamoto, mm. which this is funny. I thought was a book recommended by a listener after our period episode, but apparently there's another book called Period Power oh. <laughs> by the author Maisie Hill. So after this period power, I would like to track down the other period <laughs> I'm, power. I need all the period all power. All the I period could get. books. So <laughs> So this book, the subtitle is A Manifesto for the Menstrual Movement, and it's very informational. The message is really about encouraging women and men to have more understanding around women's health, menstruation, and to advocate for universal access to period products and for women to not be treated unfairly because of their periods and period symptoms. So very informational There hasn't been a whole lot yet that is new to me, but I do find it overall interesting. Mm -hmm. And I could see this being perhaps a a good book or resource to share with a teenage daughter. It's just like, you know, a a reference book that they could have. yeah. All, all the info necessary. Exactly. So I am also listening to I Feel Bad About My Neck by Nora Ephron. <laughs> this is a book title that I've just heard of for years and have never read. Mm-hmm. And I think finally just put it on my list. It was available. And it's also only four hours long. So oh, it's, nice. it's a very yeah. quick listen. It is just a collection of her essays. And it's really enjoyable. It is read by Nora Ephron. And I really like her voice and her delivery. The essays are really smart and funny with observations about being a woman, parenting, aging, living in New York, and other things. So just overall, overall, very enjoyable listen. Okay, then I also just started listening to Song of Achilles by Madeline Mm -hmm. Miller. Mm -hmm. I previously really enjoyed Circe, which I know you did too. Mm -hmm. This is described as a tale of gods, kings, immortal fame, and the human heart, and also a dazzling literary feat that brilliantly reimagines Homer's enduring masterwork, The Iliad. So sounds great. Mm -hmm. This is also going to be for our in-person book club. And I will say the way that I'm listening to so many books at once, I don't normally have so many books going at once, but they're all very different. Like the one is very informational. So I'm Kind of in a mood for that, and I'll listen to some of that. The Nora Ephron book is very easy listening, and I'm almost done with it, so that's why I started a a new audio book. (laughs) So that's that's how I'm balancing all of it. And then on Kindle at night, I am reading Nine Perfect Strangers by Leanne Moriarty. That one, and it's very interesting Mm -hmm. and engaging. And as it unfolds, you are just like, well, what's going to happen? It's a really unique one Next, yeah, it is very unique. And I was kind of motivated. I think I I remember you talking about Mm -hmm. enjoying the television yeah, show good. and so I'm kind of motivated to read it so that I can watch mm-hmm. the show. So, that's fun. All right, what is
0: next in your reading queue? Okay, so next up is Chasing the Thrill by Daniel Barbarisi. That is for our book club month after next. Okay. Um and it's this true story of an adventurous treasure hunt. It's yes. like this guy's dying contribution to the world is he hides like an actual treasure mm-hmm. and then these two guys go looking for it but it's quite an interesting true story and
1: mm-hmm.
0: apparently a huge adventure so that's kind of fun because it's something very different than what we normally read i feel yes. like so i'm excited for that one yes i i read that and i enjoyed it and Did it was you, you just, finished it it was very unique okay another one that is up next for me is booth by karen joy fowler and it sounds interesting but really the reason i got it was because it's from the author of we were all completely beside ourselves which is a mind-blowing book, like it's so good, good, so surprising. Just, I just that's all I'm going to say about it. Okay, so we both read that
1: for our in-person book. Yeah, book.
0: and I got it on Audible because the same narrator from Ten Thousand Doors of January, whose name is January what? something, by the way. Oh, I like that. Isn't that a twist? Yeah. Um, she was great, so I was like, well, how can I go wrong with this great author and this great narrator? Yes. So I have that on deck. Um, I also purchased recently Raising Critical Thinkers by Julie Bogart, which Ooh. is her newest book, and I'm very excited to read that one. She's great. Um, and then for the girls, up next since we just finished our read aloud is Julietta and the Diamond Enigma, which is like a jewel thief mystery Ooh. in Paris. Should that be fun. Like fun. This, this daughter helps her dad solve this mystery. So that sounds that's up so next for fun. us.
1: Yeah. I wanted to mention, since you talked about loving a particular narrator and then finding new books based on that, I just wanted to highlight that for a minute because I don't know if everyone realizes that that's kind of something kind you of a can thing. do. Uh-huh. And I've definitely done that. Like, for example, Julia Whelan mm-hmm. is a really popular, amazing narrator. And there are ways, I'm sure, in Audible or in your library app mm-hmm. where you can actually search by narrator. Mm-hmm. And that is just kind of a fun yeah. way to find your next book yeah. by narrator.
0: Because a narrator can really make or
1: break it. Oh, completely. <laughs> (laughs)
0: If you you are annoyed by the narrator, it doesn't matter how good the story is, so
1: completely agree. So for me, I I do not have a lot to mention here. I am taking many of your recommendations, and I'm just feeling like I actually need to do some tending in my reading queue. That's part of the thing. It really is, and we've talked about that before. Having an active reading life, it actually takes a bit of management, Mm -hmm. and so I really need to go into just, I go into my Goodreads list of what I want to read, and then I compare that to maybe what's available quickly from the library, but then what's going to take a little Little bit longer, so make sure I have some things that I'm Mm -hmm. waiting for. So anyway, I need to do a little bit of tending there, but I do know that on Kindle I have waiting for me. The book is called A Line to Kill. It's by Anthony Horowitz, and this is the third in a murder mystery series that I have really enjoyed. Okay. And I think I've mentioned it before, but it's especially interesting because the author is a character in the book, like by his own name. And there's aspects of his character in the book that are real to him. Uh-huh. So I always find myself Googling him and Wikipedia, like what's real, <laughs> what's fake yeah. it is kind of bizarre, but a very interesting, that is interesting reading experience. So anyway, that, that is up next for me. All right. Okay, when you're a reader, there is a particular joy in anticipating the publication of a book you are excited to read. So I'm curious if there are any books coming out this spring that you can't wait to get a hold of.
0: Yes, yeah. so many. And I actually because you asked this question in the outline, I went and pre-ordered all of them because yes. I always mean to do that because yes. it does support authors so well. Like mm-hmm. that's like the best thing you can do if you really want to, you know, help an author that you love out, but I always forget. Like it right. always that it's released and I'm like, "Oh man, I could have pre-ordered right. that. So all four of these, I went and immediately pre-ordered as I was writing them into that. my outline. So the first one is Now What by Sarah Stewart-Holland and Beth Silvers of Pantsu Politics. Their first book, um, I think you're wrong, but I'm listing. I actually have not read that one yet, but this one is more like, okay, what do we do with this like divided nation mm-hmm. that we have? And so I just love their voice and their perspective on all things political and like community-minded. And so And just about having good conversations with people in your life. So love that one. I also pre-ordered The Lazy Genius Kitchen by Kendra Adachi. We love Kendra. We love all things Kendra. So her Lazy Genius podcast, The Lazy Genius Way, her first book, all fabulous. Can't say enough. She's great on Instagram. Go check her out. Um, I also didn't realize this was coming out this soon because I've been following along for a while, but Shauna Nequist, who's like (gasps) my fave fave. Yes has a new book coming out. And I, I was thinking for some reason it was coming out later, but um, I guess I haven't learned that yet, discovering mm. new ways of living when the old ways stop working. And she has a really interesting story where her um, father is like one of these mega church pastors and w- was like, like stepped down and there was scandal and there was gotcha. things and her whole life was kind of turned upside down because they did a lot with the church and they moved to New York from Chicago area. And like, I'm just really interested to see, to hear her take on how she kind of navigated all of that. So mm-hmm. that one I'm excited about. And then a kid's book that I pre-ordered is Amari and the Great Game by B.B. Alston. And this is in the Supernatural Investigations series. This is the second book. Amari and the Knight Brothers was the first one, and it was fantastic. We read it like beginning of this school year. I think it's still my girl's favorite that we've read so far really? this school year. Ooh. It's like Men in Black meets Harry Potter. Oh, my gosh. I think gosh. I've explained it on here before, but it's so, okay. so good. Oh, I've got to get that. Yes. Yeah, so. I pre-ordered all of those, and I'm very excited. I think all of them come out in May-ish. So So exciting.
1: I realized that looking forward to a new book coming out is just one of those joys in life where the joy you get from it far exceeds you know, the price you'll pay for it. I mean, it is just like... Because
0: then it just shows up at your house too uh, if you got a hardcover or just shows
1: up on your Kindle.
0: It's so good. And
1: I just, I love having things to look forward to Mm -hmm. and what a cool thing to look forward to. So I actually started keeping a little note on my phone Uh just so that I could remember and be like, ooh, what's coming up like Mm -hmm. this spring or whatever. So for me, I am also looking forward to a few. The first is called Mad About You by Vari McFarlane. Okay, so the description of this book is a sharp, emotional new novel about a woman who calls off her engagement to the quote unquote perfect man and moves in with a charming stranger who makes her question everything about her life, her past, and the secrets she's kept for far too long. So I loved a previous book by this author called Just Last Night. Okay. And I have a few others of hers in my request list. So anyway, I'm excited about that. The next one is In a New York Minute by Kate Spencer. And I'm not sure. I'll have to double check. This might be out, but it's only recently out. So Kate Spencer is a co-host of the great podcast Forever 35. Oh, uh-huh. And this is her first novel. The description is a Laugh Out Loud debut that is a perceptive reminder that fate can have a sense of humor and that love can happen in a New York minute. So just sounds fun. It does sound fun. Fun for the spring or for the summer. I am also really looking forward to the third American Royals book. Have you been reading those? I haven't. I didn't love the first one even as
0: much as as a lot of people did. I don't know. It was fine, but I wasn't like thrilled with it. So. I
1: loved it well enough to keep reading and mm-hmm. then it's just the fun of the series of yeah. it. So yes, I will agree with you. It is not one of my favorite series of all times but definitely just kept me entertained enough that I'm looking forward yeah. to the third. So yeah. that's called Rivals and the the just the short synopsis is Beatrice is queen and for the American royal family everything is about to change. Relationships will be tested, strangers will become friends and rivals will become allies. So mm. excited for that and I'm also very excited for the Lazy Genius Kitchen, and same thing, making this list reminded me, oh, I need to order yes. that book, so yes. I am very much looking forward to that, and, and just in case our listeners don't know, this is, it's not a cookbook, but mm-hmm. the way it's described is a fresh perspective for getting the most out of your kitchen, so I think she's going to have a lot of strategies and approaches for just simplifying or just yes. making your kitchen yes. strategies work, work for, for you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, so for our final question, I wanted to ask about reading and the husbands next door. So I am curious, what are Jeremiah's reading habits like? And I'm also curious how much you generally
0: share about your reading with him. Okay, this is such a funny question because we kind of couldn't be more opposite in this regard. So first of all, given like on his own, he would read, he reads like tech articles and like Pours over literal code in bed. Like oh my gosh. I'm like, hun, no wonder you don't sleep well. Like right. get a novel for yeah. crying out loud. So I've fairly recently gotten gotten him into audiobooks because oh, he great. spends a lot of time in the morning like working out, putzing around, and that I'm like, that's great audiobook listening time. So he is starting to broaden his horizons with that. I try so hard to get him to read stuff that like I think he'll like and yeah. I'm like I know I read a wide genre of right. things. I feel like I know what you'll like based on, you know, movies we like together or whatever. So, I had kind of given up and then I'm not joking you, literally last night I had written like he sucks at reading, I don't know. <laughs> like that I I had nothing to share, but then last night it was so cute. He was like, "Hey, I've really been thinking like what if we start a his and hers book club?" <gasps> and I mean, never said anything sexier, right? And it, I, yes. He's like, I just, I feel like it would be something to connect over. Like we have to find more oh. common interests and like we can take turns picking a book and just talking about it. And I'm like, he's like, oh. it just needs to be something I can get on Audible. I'm like, okay. Oh my god! Plus when you share a Prime account, you like, if you buy audio, if you, you, you buy an Audible book, them. you both can listen to it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, hey, why don't we start with When Breath Becomes Air? Oh, yeah. Because it was only like a six-hour book on audio, and I thought he would be interested in it, too. So we're going to start with that one and go from there. But I was oh. like, okay, husband, did you know we were about to record this and yeah. wanted some kudos from the internet? Love that yeah. so much.
1: Please report back in the yes, future on what books you've I'll probably have together. to be like,
0: are you done with the bug yet? <laughs> I thought we were discussing and loving each other and connecting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so great. And so what about in terms of like sharing what you're reading? Like, do you generally, I finish this or what's he's happening so, in he's this He's funny book?
0: because he always wants to know what I'm reading. Oh, he does? But like, he'll just be like, what are you reading? Or what are you What did you read for book club this time? And I tell him and then he's just like, what's that about? And I tell a whole long description. And he's just like, hmm. <laughs> So I'm just kind of like, if you're not going to read it or, like, think you might want to read it, right. I don't know. What is the point so of this So it's not so much as, like, a discussion. Yeah. But he is
1: interested. is, So that's yes. great. Okay. He's, he's,
0: like, a little, like, little nosy, like, what are you reading over uh-huh. there, you know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's funny. So, yeah. And do you feel like, do you think to unprompted, like, share what you're reading very often? Only if it's really, like blowing my mind. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, listen to this paragraph or, you know, if something really, especially like a nonfiction, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, something
0: I didn't know or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, I was reading Martin Luther King Jr.'s um, Strength to Love, which is just like, it's a collection of his like sermons and writings. But it was, you know, you just don't, you hear the really famous stuff, but you don't necessarily dig in otherwise. And that book, I was literally like reading to him aloud while he was getting ready in the Mm -hmm. morning. So I was like, this is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes there's something that, you know, I think he really needs to hear and he Mm -hmm. won't read on his own. So I read aloud. (laughs) Gotcha. I like it.
1: (laughs) Take matters into your own hands. Well, so for Chris's reading habits, really for most of the time that I've known Chris, reading has really not been a consistent habit for Mm -hmm. him. It really seems like for him, he really needs to have enough bandwidth in his life. Like work cannot just be all consuming or super stressful. Whereas I feel like I have to have reading as a recharge and as an escape. Yeah. And, it, it's not quite the same for him. Like he just can't, he just doesn't have the mental space for it unless he like really has that mm-hmm. time. But more recently, and this really started happening last year, he really has started getting into a more regular reading habit, which just, oh my gosh, just the yes. best thing. It does
0: make you so happy. Yes. It
1: is so fun to share something that you love with your spouse. And it's especially fun if it hasn't always been something that they've done. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like something new that mm-hmm. you share together. So, and what really kicked it off for him last year, and I don't remember exactly why, but he found like kind of like books that were kind of, ghost slash horror kind mm-hmm. of genre. Mm-hmm. And just kind of realizing like, oh, you know, he loves like scary movies, yeah. scary television yeah. shows. Like, oh, I like it in a yeah. book too. Exactly. Or maybe it was like a scary show that he watched and realized that it was based on an author's work or something oh, okay. like that. And then kind of realizing, oh, this is a whole genre. Right. And then kind of really got into that. So that was really cool. Um, unfortunate that I don't think I'll ever read. I will not any be those sharing those books. with you. Exactly, we will not be doing a, a <laughs> his and hers. Exactly, no. Um, but is it has been fun to like share that reading pastime, and there have been a couple of places where we've read the same book. I think I might have shared before we both read the book *Piranesi*, mm-hmm. and anytime we do read the same book, it is very fun and just like feels like a novel thing to get to discuss a book with him. So I really like that. In terms of sharing what I'm reading with Chris, I think kind of similar to you. I feel like I don't do it very much. And I'm kind of thinking, I wish I would. Yeah. I I think it's just, you know, you just are reading on your own Mm -hmm. and you kind of got your thoughts inside. Mm -hmm. And even if he doesn't ask me about it, I think it could just be like, This is what's happening in this book. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, like you said, if it's just really compelling or the plot is really wild or something really beautiful or funny, I will find myself like, hey, I've got to tell you about this or read you this or whatever. So anyway... Um, there's one other thing I wanted to mention. We have been having a sometimes very casual family book club. This was something that Cedric mentioned he wanted to do. Like, we should have a family book club. Cute. And basically all this is, is just occasionally around the dinner table, we'll each just share what book we're reading. That's cute. So I don't think we're in a place yet where we can all even read the same book yeah, or yeah. read it on the same timeline. I, I would love it if we could get to that eventually. But that has just been a really fun way to have a conversation mm-hmm. around the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And then I love to sharing with the kids about yeah. what I'm reading yeah. and like making that habit more visible. Yep. So I've really loved that. That's awesome. All right. That wraps up our spring reading roundup discussion. So we will be sharing links to all the books that we mentioned. And we always love to hear what you are reading. You can mm-hmm. share those with us on Instagram and let's move on to obsessions. What are you obsessed with lately?
0: Okay. I am obsessed with a new favorite body wash. Oh, tell me, and it's fairly inexpensive and drugstore available. It's the Love Beauty and Planet I've brand. I've seen, seen that. It's mm-hmm. really good packaging. Yeah, so this is one of these very eco-conscious brands. It's cruelty-free, vegan, you know, not tested on animals, all the things. So, but it just smells so good and has a really good consistency. It is their relaxing rain body wash, and it's like lavender and argan oil. Ooh, I am into lavender. I am too, and but. But it takes it like a – it's like cozier than lavender. Sometimes lavender is very like clean and spa-like, but this has Mm -hmm. like a warmth to it. I don't know if it's the argan oil, a little bit of vanilla or something in there. I'm not sure, but I love it so much. I love it to relax at night because I'm usually a nighttime showerer, but I notice if I do take a shower in the morning, I can kind of smell it on myself all day, and I like that too. Oh, I love it.
1: Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to check that out. I love a great drugstore brand recommendation. All right. My obsession, which I am showing and telling here with Erica, it is this zippered cord
0: organizer. It is this kind
1: of small, flat, gray, zippered,
0: bifold thing. Did you have this on our weekend? I feel like I maybe saw this on our weekend. No, this is no.
1: I'm opening (gasps) it up. I know. She's <laughs> gasping. This it is, is full of little mesh pockets and then also some little like elastic spots where you can put a cord, a little zippered spot. So this is just for all the yes. cords in your life. So at the end of our bathroom counter, just cords and charge cords were mm-hmm. taking up so much real mm-hmm. estate and it was just and it looks, it's one of those things that looks untidy
0: so fast. Oh,
1: exactly. Just one even one out.
0: plugged in. Yeah,
1: exactly. And there are several cords of just like, I don't even know what this is, mm-hmm. but I'm not ready to recycle it because I don't know. So anyway, I tidied everything away in here. My next step is I do need to go through these and just make sure we actually need all of these. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I have done for some cords, and it is such a high five to your future self, is I take masking tape or washi tape or something and make a little label and label yes. what it is because there's yes. some things you charge so rarely yeah that then when you need the cord you're like what does it look and of like course again? it's the only one
0: who needs that like specific exactly. kind of usb yes yeah.
1: yes so anyway and this is just from target
0: love it so i'm so a, good I think for I'm traveling so
1: great for travel for around the house i think i even need
0: a second one yeah just so. like flat mm-hmm. i love it so great yourself on. with that I do throw it in it. your you car know, you know I got no qualms about throwing it right in my cart right, so right. that'll be ordered before I even get home probably <laughs> I
1: love it all right well that's it for this episode thank you so much for listening find us in between shows on Instagram where are high girls next door you can also send us an email at high girls at gmail.com and find the show notes for this episode in your podcast player and on our
0: website girl next door podcast.com Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly.
1: I guess I lied. Okay, I'll tell you about these last two books and then I'll figure out how many books I'm actually reading and I'll re-record that <laughs> first part. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you should say that though that spoils it oh yeah remember how that's like
0: that's right you don't know that we're
1: getting a call getting a call on the air it's like a pledge drive hello where'd you go hello girl next door
0: podcast we're (laughs) we're recording right now so I just thought I would answer because it was funny (laughs) okay I'll just I'll give you a call like later this afternoon
1: parts of the name the the (laughs) girl who goes to scotland for like one week and comes back with a really bad accent (laughs) we'll see what happens you'll you'll know what was behind it when we listen to it
0: i really want to hear chris's wisconsin accent now (gasps) it's cruel but it is vegan (laughs) it's cruelty and vegan free there's no vegans harmed in the making